too. <laughs> Every time. I have to, like, gear myself up. I don't understand why, though. I need to get the energy. Just pump it. It's like a... Oh, yeah. Like those little, like wheelie things you know like a hamster to, no like you have to crank like the crank oh. lights in a car where you have to like wind it up for the light i gotta wind myself up like a baseball wind it up wind it wind it wind it up okay Ahem. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Foods, Dudes, and Moods. I hope you're having a wonderful start to the week because it's not the start of the month, it's the end of the month, but it's almost my favorite month in the whole calendar year, October, because it's Thanksgiving, because yay Canada, and Halloween. Yay Halloween. Yay Halloween, because it means candy. Magda, what's your favorite candy? Oh, mm. Okay. So I, I, I'm very into the sweets, and I love... <laughs> I had no idea. Um, I have a whole box of candy in front beside me. Don't lie. There's three boxes There's three, of candy. three boxes of candy, and they're all from Maynard's. And my absolute favorite candy are Swedish berries, mm-hmm. and followed closely behind are Swedish fish, and cl- closely after that are Big Feet. I thought you were going to say Swedish men. Swedish. It was a perfect opportunity it's to call out the Swedish men. That was a missed opportunity. Oh. That's true. Uh, yeah, third piece of candy, those Swedish boys. <laughs> I love me some Swedish boys. So Alex sweet. Skarsgård. So sweet. I don't know what sound that was. That was disturbing. <laughs> Mama needs My a man. My favorite, because you asked, <laughs> I love Reese's Cups. They're Is that a candy, though? It's a chocolate. You can get them is in that, fun size. Is that considered? I never know. I never know if like candy. Well, do we want to go with candy? Then my favorite are um, Tootsie Rolls. Oh, mm, that's I love nice. Tootsie Rolls. Whoever likes candy corn is a fucking psychopath. I don't mind them. You're like, a fucking psychopath. Yeah, we knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind them. Like, like, I don't think I'd ever like go out of my way to buy them. But they don't taste bad. Like, if there's some in an office or something, I'll eat it. Don't they get stuck in your teeth? Yeah, but I like that feeling. Ugh, <laughs> gross. Yeah, yeah, no. I like Tootsie Rolls because you can, like, make them so soft. soft. They're so good. What flavor is your favorite, though? Just, like, original? Just the original. Oh, okay, because there's a ton of, like, Tootsie Rolls. There's, like, blue-flavored ones and raspberry ones and mm-hmm. vanilla ones. The vanilla one is so nice. No, no, no. If we're going to go over, like, I love the Tootsie Roll Pops. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. also, if we're going to go suckers, then it has to be the caramel apple, apple supper. Ones. Yeah. Su- suckers, not suppers. So I love supper, too. But, like, <laughs> suckers. I love those. Um, What else? What other candy? I do like the Swedish candies. Ooh, any sour, like, the Sour Patch Kids candies. The little, like, small packets that you get for Halloween. So you these? Yeah, I'm going to be stealing a few on my way out. Because those are the best because they have, like, extra sour. Yeah. They're so you go. good. <gasps> Thank you. I've literally just been sitting here for the past, I think I've been here for, like, three hours just eating candy. There's 90 bags in here, and I kid you not, I think I've eaten over 10 of them just while I've been here. They're so good. No shit. But, okay, so you're... <gasps> they have fuzzy peaches, too. I love fuzzy peaches. So what's your favorite chocolate, then? You said Reese's Pieces? Oh, yeah, Reese's. Chocolate and peanut butter is my favorite. Okay, but so if we're going to go to chocolate bars, then... Yeah. So there's the Reese's Cups yeah. are the best, but Wonder Bar, my absolute Ooh. top favorite is Wonder Bar. Wonder Bar. Wonder Bar. Wonder Bar. Um, I think for me it'd be Mars 
Yeah, Mars bars. There's Mars? just something about that nougat. Also, the peanut butter own oh Henry's also slaps. It's I, delicious. I don't know why. Like, I'm not the biggest fan. Like, I like peanut butter, but there's something about the peanut butter chocolate candy bars that are just so. Um, they're fucking like heavy. Oh, I like it. They're very, very peanut buttery. Oh, they're so good. You can't eat more than one. Oh, I love them. I also like Three Musketeers too. I like those Three Musketeers. Yeah, I like those. These are delicious. And if you come from the UK, Lion Bars. Ooh, oh, yes. That's like our our like O Henry's mix with like Mr. Biggs. Mm-hmm. Mm, Lion Bars are good. I also like the milk flakes. duds and the oh. flakes. Oh yeah, the flakes. I knew you were gonna the say flakes. flakes, so I the said flakes. it for you. <laughs> if anybody that listens to this is from the UK, can you just please for me just eat one of those ice creams, the custard ice creams that has the flake in it, and just think of me because it's my favorite, and I haven't had one in eight years. The custard, yeah, the custard ice cream is so good. I can't get behind the flake bars though. I love it. And I don't it know. It's, in your mouth. It's, it's so flaky it's too flaky <laughs> it's too flaky but the custard ice cream mm, oh. It, oh like when me and lisa we went to london when we both turned 18 and i kid you not most people go to like museums or like sightseeing we went to every fucking custard um what are they called like Truck? stands yeah yeah custard stands and had one i think we've had like at least three or four a day they were so good they, they were, were so cheap so though good they were like one pound, pound. yeah, yeah. Such a good deal. You can't get anything for that here. And we just happened to get a f- gain a few pounds. We lost a few pounds in cash and gained a few pounds in okay, ice we, cream. We gained a lot of weight in London, and then we lost all the weight in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not because we starved, but because no. their eating habits are so different. And you can tell that the food, the quality is so different that even if you eat a ton of food... It's still all so healthy. It's so healthy, but it's yeah. so much. It's so good. There was not one banana to be seen, though. It's all bread and meat and cheese and potatoes and mm. soup and heavy, like, stuff. Like, stuff that here you would eat in, like, January, but we ate it in, like, June. It was so good. It was <laughs> so delicious. good. So good. Coming from two plant-based eaters. Oh, the uh, meat and the cheese was so darn good. Oh, my God. I miss it. I miss it, too. I want to go back. I want to go back. Can Take the borders me back. Open? I want to go. I just want to literally, I'll go anywhere. I was talking to a girl at work today about going on road trips. And I was talking about how me, Megda, and Jesse normally go to Montana every year just for a drive. And I was like, I I, I want to go for a drive. I want to go to Montana. I want to go to Target. I want to go for a drive. I even want to get cheesy fiestas. Cheesy fiestas. Oh, yeah. Canadians don't have cheesy fiestas. Yeah. That's weird. It's a crime. I think yeah. Jesse should become a lawyer just so she can argue that. Cheese, cheesy fiestas are delicious. Yes. All right. To get back to our point, Lisa, what are we talking about today? Can it? <laughs> today we're talking about astrology part, part two. 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 So last week we went over our tropical natal chart. So like the Western natal charts so basically what you see like in magazines what your sun sign is that's kind of what we went over today we're gonna take it east and do our side real astrology natal charts also known as vedic i think that's what it's called is it east or is it west because the world is a circle my brain does not <laughs> does not compute <laughs> um, it's the it's te- like it <sighs> Her brain is not computing. <laughs> this takes it, like, back. You know what? Give me a... S- <laughs> this takes it back. Because, like, Western astrology is technically, like, the newer form of astrology. Okay. Is astrology, like the New not Testament our- of astrology? Yeah, basically. 
Go I'm just going to Google this because Google never seems to fail me. Difference between side reel and tropical astrology. All right. So side reel zodiacs. The O-Aries or zero degrees Aries. <laughs> it says zero degrees and I read it as O-Aries. <laughs> like O-Aries. The O-Aries. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Jesus. Okay. Zero degrees Aries is fixed to a star on the celestial map. Accounts for this procession, precession of the equinox, developed in ancient Mesopotamia. <laughs> Signs are not related to seasons. Okay. I love you so much, but I love you when you read. Uh, now tropical zodiac. Zero degrees Aries is fixed to the <laughs> vernal equinox. Signs are related to the seasons, therefore the procession <laughs> of the equinox is non, no consequence, <laughs> developed during Hellenistic period. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I need to go back to school. <laughs> understand any of that so let me read a different page yeah i understood it did you yeah one of them goes the 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 first one which was the tropical mm -hmm. that one goes off of like the star placement celestial and yep. the second one goes off seasonal. seasons there you go Perfect. what do you mean there you go there you go i read that for you <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i translated that for them you're welcome everyone i speak migda <laughs> Oh my god, that's so fun. Okay, so we did our side reel natal charts. So uh, we wanted to compare them and see which one we find more accurate. I'm just a little preview. I already know this one's more accurate to me. I think this one's more accurate to Lisa too. Although I haven't really read yours, so I'm excited to hear yours. So Lizette from the Morning Gazette. Yes. Would you like to start off? Yes. Okay, back oh. to the regular scheduled programming. Okay, so... My sunshine. 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 <laughs> like a sunflower. Uh, my sun sign is in Cancer. Mm -hmm. So if you know me at all outside of this podcast, a Cancer She's is way more representative. <laughs> She's an emotional bitch, you know? She's in tune with her feelings. My feeling center of my body makes itself known constantly. So just to give you an idea of what the sun part of your natal chart is, it says the sun in the chart shows our character, person, <clears throat> excuse me, personal, <coughs> excuse me. Now who can't read? <laughs> I can read, I just can't speak. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, the sun in our natal chart shows our character, personal identity, and ego. It represents our will to live. I have none. And our creative oh. life form. <laughs> That, that's dark. <laughs> Just as the planets revolve around the sun in our solar system, we derive our life purpose from the sun in our natal charts. The sun is our adult, the part of us that centers our inner child, reasons things out, and makes, a, makes final decisions. The sun also gives clues to our overall vitality. The sun directs us and can be considered the boss of our chart. Okay, so what's your boss? Who's your daddy? Okay, so um, I'm still looking for a daddy, but... <laughs> Um, it says, with your son in cancer, you have a strong survival instinct. You are protected of those you care about and of yourself, too. Mm -hmm. You may very well be quite 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> this makes me so happy she can't read a word. Reticent? <laughs> Reticent? <laughs> Renegade? <laughs> About sharing your inner self with the rest of the world and you're often caught up in reminiscing. Yes. That's all so funny. That. Yeah. All of those. Cancers have a reputation for moodiness. Yes. Although this trait is mo- most evident when the moon is in cancer. When the cancer sun, with the cancer sun, you need roots. You resist to change to an extent and concern yourself with being secure and safe in most everything you do. 100% that 100%. is you. 100%. Yes. yes. 100%. 100%. That is 100%. I. That is That is you. If you could find me in a sentence, that is, that is you. Yes. <laughs> You're very... Likely intrigued by objects with history attached to them. Antiques, photos, souvenirs, and the like. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Lisa went antique shop, Not antique shopping. She went uh, thrift shopping a few weeks ago. What did she buy? 100-year-old year old books. Two. Why? Because they were a good deal and they're 100 years old. And they look good on my TV stand. Yeah. Yeah, that they're sounds so like you. They're so cool. Okay. It says, you are often guided by your feelings as you size up places, people, and situations based on how they make you feel and what you <laughs> sense of them. <laughs> cancers live off often grow oh my gosh cancers lives often grow easier as they get older wow is your life easier yeah i got money that did not sound <laughs> convincing one i'm bit. only 27 <laughs> others find you complex interesting and sometimes baffling you'd rather hide your vulnerability particularly in your youth although as you age you learn to work through it your love runs deep and you love people but you need your emotional space from time to time. A retreat of sorts is a necessity. It may seem to others that you take longer than most to process your feelings. 100% that's accurate. 100%. While your personality appears changeable and your moods certainly are, you tend to resist external changes as you cling to habits and the past more than most signs. It's really, really true for me. Yeah. Um, Cancer's... Whoopsies, the computer had a freak out. Cancer is a compassionate, sensitive sign, and you don't always appreciate it when others are blunt with you. You feel there are kinder, more suitable ways of expressing truths. Mm -hmm. Your reaction to hurt will depend on how thick a shell you've developed over the years. Mm -hmm. Most cancers react by withdrawing or retreating. Some have developed an ability to manipulate others to get what they want. They avoid direct confrontations almost as a rule. There is a high need for cancers to feel the environment around them before trusting it. Nobody likes rejection or ridicule, but cancers often make big decisions in their lives just to avoid the changes of these things. Okay, like, this is crazy because I'm really into astrology and I like learning and reading about this kind of stuff. And for the longest time, I just could not figure out... the longest time. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, the longest time. I just could not figure out. Because, Lisa, you do not seem like a Leo to me one bit. But then you reading this is like, this yes. screams yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like you you could be very sensitive and you don't like when people are blunt with you. Like, it no. takes you a little bit of time to be like, oh, they didn't mean it that way. Yeah. Like, you've even said that in the past where it's like you really have to reflect on how people talk to you. Yeah. Because you could feel hurt, but in reality... That was never their intention. It's not their intention. Yeah. 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 I completely agree. And same thing also with the, like, cancers are not good with change. I am horrible not with change. change. Yeah. I'm so bad. Um, yeah. A few years ago at my old work, <clears throat> we had, like, a new pay structure that was implemented. And, like, this also has a lot to do with my youth and my mental state at the time. But mm-hmm. I had a full-on mental breakdown at work. Like, I have, I've had a few, like, 
breaking like breakdowns in my life but I had a full-on like sobbing breakdown like I yelled at my boss kind of breakdown <gasps> like I lost it and like it wasn't even anything too big like it wasn't that big of a deal yeah but like it just like the sudden change yeah you need you need time to like process it yeah 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 it was it was too much yeah too much too fast yeah this is honestly like I feel like this is quite accurate to you mm-hmm. already yeah Okay, so I'll just finish off here. So it says, you are, in fact, quite yielding and soft when others around you are in the right mood. Cancer is one of the more hospitable signs of the zodiac. Sure, you can be touchy and indirect at times, but you're also a very dependable, caring soul. Even if you don't quite know how much, you have loads to share with others once you feel safe enough to open up. You are loyal and will hold on to those you've allowed into your private circle. You are warm, thoughtful, and full of love. Your sun sign is modified by various factors, including the aspects that make it other planets and poise its house position in the house of the sun oh that's whatever i'm just gonna cut that out that's stupid (laughs) yeah so yeah you think that's you i think it's very very accurate there's not a whole lot of positives in there i think that's most i think that's really positive no it's like i'm moody no you have a lot of feelings but i don't like change once you get in tune with that and realize and become self-aware of how you behave in in life i think you can use it for for good use your power for good (laughs) No, I don't think there's any negatives in there. I am a superhero. Superhero. Super mood. Okay, so my sun sign, sun sign, falls under Sagittarius, which I feel right away, I feel more in tune with like a Sagittarius sign than a Capricorn sign. Mm-hmm. Um, Sagittarius. I'm a Saggy. Okay, so uh, Sagittarius's are restless, cheerful, cheerful, and friendly. Sun and Sagittarius people are generally on the go. They have a deep love of freedom and disdain for routine. Usually quite easygoing, Sagittarius make friends with people of all walks of life. They love to laugh and tease, and they get along with people pretty much with get along well with pretty much anyone as they entirely. Oh, fuck me, why? <laughs> what is that word? Which word? As they entirely un undaunted by social differences. What does that mean? Like like being daunted is like. Oh, I'm scared, but you're not scared of social oh, situations. No, no. <clears throat> it's not really like an English correct word, but whatever. Okay, perfect. Um, I am very restless. Mm-hmm. I keep saying over and over again, I have ADHD. You're I'm young very and restless. Re- yeah, I am. I think I'm a fairly cheerful person. I know for sure I'm friendly. Like I'm a very friendly person. Um, I have a deep love of freedom. That's very true. That is very, very, 100% very true. true. Anytime I have any kind of panic attack or any kind of, um, like where my mental health really goes down, it's when I feel stuck. Like where I either feel stuck at work or stuck in a routine or just in general stuck. It makes me so uneasy and gives me so much anxiety. I just want to do whatever I want, whatever I want. I want to pack my bags whenever I want and leave anytime I want. And I know that sucks because, like, you know, I have bills to pay and responsibilities and stuff like that. But, like, I want to get myself to a point in life where if I need to leave, I can get up and leave. Usually easygoing. I feel like I'm pretty easygoing. Yeah. And I make friends with people from all walks of life. Very true. I like people. I like talking to people and getting to know where they're from, what they do. Sagittarius are known to have blind faith in people. Wow. Is that accurate? That's very accurate. I feel like that's one of my biggest flaws because I trust everybody. Unless you give me a reason not to trust you, I'm going to trust you. And that I think that opens me up to a lot of manipulation. I have been manipulated by a lot of people just because I feel like, you know, 
their intentions are right when maybe they're not. Their optimism is infectious, although it could get them into trouble from time to time. These are curious people who love to learn. Their idealistic nature is hard to miss. I think I'm optimistic. I think so. Yeah, okay. As a Sagittarius, you are adaptable but passionate. You love to learn and perhaps especially share your ideas with others. Yes. Ja. Ja very true. Very accurate. I, yes. I do like to share. Ayrton. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm... I, I am very passionate about everything in life. Like, you can tell when I'm excited about stuff. And the number one thing I look for in a relationship is passion. So Passion. Passion. Um, I am fairly adaptable. I like change, and I like to go with change. But um, I do get nervous with stuff. Like, tomorrow I'm starting a new venture in life, and I, I'm really excited to learn and, like, go into a different field of work. But I'm also very nervous. I don't want to mess anything up, you know? You'll be fine. You'll uh, do well. Thank you. You will succeed. Success. success. Great success. Greatest successes. Although easygoing, Sagittarius is a member of the fire family, and that gives natives of the sign a quick temper. Fire! I don't think that's accurate. I think it depends what it is. You can be fiery. <laughs> I'm very fiery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very fiery. I try my best not to go off on people. But when I speak, like, let's say I'm mad about something or happy about something or just in general, just need to vent something out. If I go to Lisa, you can tell that I am, like, you can tell how fiery I am as I talk to you. Mm-hmm. But I need She to, makes a face. I need to talk it out. Yeah, but I'm very definitely quick-tempered. If someone ticks me off in an instant, I have to turn around and walk away or else I will kaboom. <laughs> she will explode and not from the booty. Yeah. <laughs> no creations being made there. <laughs> um, fortunately, they are usually quick to forget what seemed to got them, what seemed to have gotten them angry in 100%, the first place. 100%, Meg. This memory is not good. Not good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I don't stay angry for very long, at least. Like, especially if we were able to talk things through and, like, apologize to each other. There's no reason to stay angry. Um, as a fire sign, you seem to need quick victories or else you simply move on. Yeah, this is something that I need to work on. I don't know. And I think I've spoken about this in the past in a podcast where I have all these great ideas and I so badly want things to work out, but I can never seem to like just stick it through because either I get bored of it or, um, it's just not happening quick enough and then I'm done. Okay. I was talking to a girl today, a a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. And we were talking about... Something similar to that, but mm-hmm. she made mention. So uh, the three of us were together to put uh, your bed together when you bought a new bed. Mm-hmm. And she made mention, and like this, it kind of applies. So when we were putting it together, we were putting like the slap parts of it in, which yeah. was a pain in the ass, by the way. Yeah. But um, so you, she like she saw that we were we we're almost done. We had been like we had like a third of the bed left to put together basically yeah and she was like oh like i'm just gonna like sit down she yeah. basically like tapped out yeah and then you put like one or two more in and you were like oh, i'm done i'm just gonna leave it yeah and i was like no yeah we have like five left, left. Yeah. just finish it yeah you know so i think between the two of us i'm more of like i need to finish, finish everything yeah. and you're like I'm, I'm always, yeah, between the two of us, I'm the one who always starts something and mm-hmm. you're the one who always finishes it. And this is with everything I do in life. Even like in workouts, 
or work or anything. I never seem to finish anything because I'm just like, I'll just get back to it later. Or even my workout, I'll be like 45 minutes in. I have 15 minutes left. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just never seem to like quite finish things. Yeah, except for plates. I finish plates. You yeah. finish plates. I have finished my yeah. plates plus additional plates. Exactly. It's the only time we switch roles. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that oh, was my Lord. Okay, sorry. I, I'm still reading it. <laughs> if this doesn't sound like me, we're done. Sagittarians can be opinionated, and they may easily put their foot in their mouth oh, in their yes. quest to speak truth. Yes. Fuck, yes. if I constantly say this all the time, I sometimes get very scared of speaking to people, especially people in um, higher authority or people who are very sensitive, because I put my foot in my mouth constantly. And, I'm, and I so badly don't want to hurt other people that I'd rather just not speak. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to stand here. Yeah, because I just seem to put my, my, my foot in my mouth so easily, especially because I'm just trying to be funny or, like, make light of a situation, and other people may not see that, and then I just don't stop. I keep going because <laughs> then I get uncomfortable and nervous, and it's just, it's not a good time. That's okay. I'm the same way. It's okay. It's okay. It's yeah. Fine. I mean, it's not okay, but I mean, like, you can work on it. Oh, look at this. Oh. Uh, you can be an inspiration to others, especially for your enthusiasm and bravery. Um, I, I don't know. I guess other people would have to speak on that. I don't know if I'm inspirational. You inspire me. Do I? Aw, that's so sweet. I'm the only other person in the room that you're like, I'll have to ask other people. <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm other people. But yeah, on a serious note, you do inspire me. You inspire me every day. Aw. I wish I could say the same. No, I just <laughs> I did. I'm just kidding. I'm, you inspire me with your emotions and finishing projects that we start. You're <laughs> I'm not very emotional. Um, you are. I'm the cancer. You are likely to have some wonder lesson in life. Your eyes are on faraway lands and different experiences. I think that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, there can be times when you have trouble settling on any particular path. Very true. Absolutely true. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. You are enterprising and one of the first to start something. Wow. And follow through does not come naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not what we're just talking about? So accurate. That's so accurate. I have a reputations for reputation for carelessness and clumsiness. Yeah, I think so. Even with like my business partner relationship, I think he's like the more logical one and gets shit done. And like I have all these ideas and want to do all this stuff, but like to I think I come off as careless quite a bit. Even with, like, my physical property, um, yeah, I have a very lottie-daw kind of... I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Megda goes through phones like nobody's business. Yeah. Oh, speaking of fiery, last time I broke my phone was because I was so aggravated and agitated at one person that I chucked it at a wall, and it just, poof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's bad with technology. <laughs> uh, Phones, computers, cars, TVs. Yeah, I'm not. Everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. The amount of times that I've crashed my car, and like, the thing is, like, it doesn't affect me like it should. Like, I'll total my car. I'll cry about it for five minutes, and I'll be like, "You guys want to go to a movie or something?" Like, I, it doesn't affect me to the point where like my day is ruined. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I literally have like cried over breaking my phone before oh really so i'm like it's so expensive to replace and i'm like this is mine like i couldn't take care of this one thing like it like 
Yeah. I, I was actually, like, self-reflecting about that in the past. I'm just like, why am I so not, like, I'm so careless with my property. Like, I just don't care. Which is why. But it's not disposable property either. And it's usually, like, more expensive things. Like, if my computer broke, I would be, like, heartbroken. Well, I've also had this computer for, like, almost 10 years now. Yeah, I broke, and, I broke And you my broke computer. yours and didn't care. I did you just not. got a new one. Yeah. And I'm just like, I was thinking about that too because I was like, oh, maybe I want to get a new computer too. Like this one's like, doesn't have that much storage on yeah. it. It's slow. It's like, it's starting to go, but it's still like, it's still good. But then I saw you got a new one. And I was like, oh, maybe I should get a new one. And I was like, I don't need to go spend like $1,500 on a new computer. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like fine. I am sad in the moment, but it really just does not last very long. It's, yeah. That's not with people, though. I get affected with, like, people that were important in my life just, like, walk away or something happens. That affects me a lot. It's just but stuff. Stuff, yeah. I don't, like, I don't attach myself to them that often. Um, I'm afraid of new experiences, and I embrace them. I'm spontaneous, and others love your ability to pick up and go without too much ado. Restlessness is your frequently feel it may be a sign that you're not taking the time to get in touch with your deeper needs. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> you're passionate, ready to rally for a cause, and you're prepared to look at the bigger picture as well as share your vision with others. I think I am ready to rally for a cause. I'm always, like, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's it. Does that sound more like me than my Capricorn sign? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so, too. There's just, like, there's some things that I do feel like I could be a Capricorn because I do work a lot, and I enjoy working, but... I don't go to work because I enjoy working. I go to work because I really enjoy the people I work with. So that, I think, is more of my Sagittarius kind of thing. I am not organized one bit. I am not a hard ass like most Capricorns come off as, or at least that's what it says. So I don't know. I feel like I'm more of a Sagittarius. I'd agree. Yeah. I'm not very frugal. I'm not good with my money. I don't take care of my property. Very restless. I think I'm a Sagittarius. Now, honestly, anytime someone asks me for my sign, I straight up just say, I'm a Sagittarius. You're a toddler. Just tossing things all over the place, just wandering around. Yeah. Yeah. The door's open. I must leave. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, we didn't do our Ascendant in our last natal chart, so I think we should just skip Ascendant. If anybody's curious, mine's a Gemini. My Ascendant is in Taurus. Taurus. Okay, let's do our moon signs, baby. And as we uh, talked about it last time, your moon's got your moons. Your moon (laughs) governs your emotions. So, um, my moon is in Virgo. I don't know what that means, but we're going to find out. It says, with your moon in the sign of Virgo, you find security in the little things in life. You feel most content after you straightened out all the details of everyday life. You may very may very well enjoy running errands, paying bills, and balancing the books. You take care of those things happily, although you might not let on. In fact, you might very well quite be quite practiced in nagging and complaining, that is, unless you've grown out of that phase. As long as you're appreciated, you will help others take care of their lives, too. You're at your best when you feel useful and needed. If someone needs help, you're the first one to jump up and take the task. Wow. One, that's so accurate. so accurate. That's so very accurate. accurate. I'll give you guys, like, a... A li- like, a little bit of why this is so accurate, even within the last 24 hours. Last night, me and Megda were driving home, and it was, let me get to, it was 12.30 at night, okay? It was late, 
and I get a phone call from Megda's sister, Jesse. Jesse, if you're listening. Hi. Hello. Yes, I talked about you. Um, oh, sorry. I should go before this. Before this, I got an email from Disney Plus, and I just, like, swiped it away because it's 1230 at night, and, like, I don't care. Whatever it is, it's probably, like, a Mandalorian season two is on Disney Plus. Like, it's probably just something stupid, so I just, like, swiped it away. And then I got a phone call from Jesse a few minutes later, and she's like, Hi, what's your Disney Plus password? <laughs> I'm like, why? And she's like, I want to watch a movie. I was like, okay. So I, like, gave her my password, and I just, like, didn't think anything of it because, like, whatever. Yeah. And then, no, what, like, five, ten minutes later, I get another email, but this time from Amazon Prime, <laughs> saying like thanking me for my rental purchase (laughs) and I was like what the fuck is this so I opened it and apparently I purchased (laughs) Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets for five dollars and 24 cents I did not (laughs) I was driving home Jessica (laughs) so I call her and I'm like excuse me ma'am why are you buying movies I thought you were watching Disney plus and she's like yeah but we decided to watch Harry Potter I was like, okay, but you go buy me a coffee or like what? She's laughing hysterically this whole time. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't me. And I was like, Kiba, you already admitted it was you. She's like, no. Like, yes, it was you. I was like, I don't care. I just wanted to make sure it was you. Like, I don't care. So that being said, I will take care of, of others. In this case, Jessica's need to watch anything she chooses last night. Um... So, like, that's just, like, a stupid example. I've also helped Jesse with taxes this week. <laughs> I've helped Megda with, I don't know, stuff all the time. All the time, yeah. I feed both of them. The thing is, like, too, that, like, not only do you, like, help people out, like, especially if, like, me or Jesse ask you for help, you're, like, yes, you help us out, but, like, you enjoy it. I enjoy it. You really enjoy helping other people and like you enjoy when people come and ask you for things. Yeah. I yeah. do. I like it's literally as it says, you are at your best when you feel useful and yeah. needed. I love people asking me for things. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, absolutely I'll yeah. help you. I'll drive you here. I'll go grab this yeah. for you. you lo- I'll you do love this. It. I'll come work but, I'll do whatever. But you in turn will not ask anyone for help. I won't. And it's so dumb because sometimes you really just have to ask someone for help and it's okay to ask for help. I literally And she'll refuse it. I asked Kate, like this is not a diss. I asked Megda when I first moved into my place, hey, at one, and like I moved in, to be fair, I moved in two weeks before the pandemic hit. I didn't know this was going to happen. But I asked Megda right before I moved in, hey, can we go with your car to Ikea so I can pick up a dresser? I can't pick it up on myself. And she said, yeah, of course. That never happened because the pandemic hit like literally a week and a half, two weeks later. So eventually once Ikea opened up again, I, she couldn't go, obviously, because pandemic. Now I was stuck in the and house. And Megda was stuck at home. Yeah. And um, I don't know if this is going to say anywhere in my natal chart or if this is just a me thing, but when I have an idea, I need to have it happen immediately. I was like, oh, Ikea is open today. I need a dresser. That Let's means I'm go. going to Ikea today. Yeah. Like, I'm not the type of person that, like, waits. If I'm like, oh, I should get my hair done. I get it done, like, that day. Oh, if I need shoes, I go buy shoes that day. Like, if I have an idea, I make it happen, like, immediately. So I was going to go get a dresser immediately. So what did I do? I packed my ass up in my Fiesta, (laughs) and I drove to Ikea. I picked up 
those like 70 pound boxes, three of them by myself into my car, drove it back home and brought it down a flight of stairs by myself because I didn't want to ask for help. Good I don't job. even think I mentioned to Meg that I was going to Ikea. No, I, I was like, I'm so. going. If I can make a way for me to be able to do it by myself, I will do it. But if anybody needs anything, I'm there for you. <laughs> but I hate asking people for help because I hate feeling like I'm being an annoyance or that um, like I'm being needy. So I'd rather just do it myself. Unless it's absolutely something I cannot do on my own. Uh, some people with Virgo moons are accused of being underachievers. While it may be true for the lunar Virgos that lack self-confidence, many are quite simply content with living regular, unassuming lives. With the moon in Virgo, you appreciate simplicity and you tend to feel more comfortable when you're not getting too much attention from the world at large. You're easily overwhelmed by pressure and stress. You worry incessantly when there's too much to think about and you know your limits. You're often content with a modest existence, feeling that you have too much or too little. There's a lot of pressure that goes along with either extreme. The middle ground suits you well. That's me to a T. I don't want to be a manager, but I don't want to be the bottom. I don't want to control people, but I don't want to be a peon. Like, I want to make a, a decent income. I'm okay not making billions of dollars, yeah. but I also don't want to be poor. I just want to be comfortable where I feel comfortable. Yeah. So it's very accurate for yeah, me. Yeah, sounds you. Arguably, the worst position for a lunar Virgo is without a steady routine or simply satisfying job. They need to feel useful and the best express this by helping others in little ways. As a lunar Virgo, you need something to call your own and a place to do so what you want to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. The unhappy... Luna Virgos tend to do a lot of fussing and fretting. They are victims of routine and freak out when their plans are not followed. Yes. <laughs> I hate if I have a plan and somebody's like, oh, we can do it another time. Or we do it. I'm like, no, Shit, we had a plan. <laughs> we had a plan. Can we just do oh, it now? Oh, no, that's me. It drives me insane because I'm like, I changed my schedule up. I wore the proper clothes. Or like, I've already figured out, like, this is the time that I set aside to do this. It drives me insane. Oh, it drives okay, me good, nuts. Good to know. <laughs> they are restless and nervous and can't seem to get the big picture. Probably the best remedy for these problems is a job or hobby in which they can express their deep need to analyze, attend to details, and micromanage. This can do wonders. I'm going to be a nurse that explains all three of those, so we fine. Um, you express your affection for the people you care about in little but practical ways, and you'd hope that those people who are lucky enough to receive all this tension appreciate it. You can be a little stiff when it comes to open, gushy displays of, of affection, and you may be a little shy to new people. However, when you are comfortable, you are anything but shy. That's true. I'm not the love you type of friend, like with new friends. I'm not like the, okay, bye, love you kind of person. Yeah, I don't, I'm not either, actually. Mm-mm. No, that's not me. I show you I love you by offering to do everything Actions, for you. Yeah. yeah. More often than not, others can count on you. You're reliable and trustworthy. Above all else, you're pragmatic and practical. Others turn to you for help. In, it. in relationships, you can be self-effacing uh, <laughs> I don't know what that word is. and kind. <laughs> Some with this position are quite shy in love, but easily intimidated or worried. Some are not very comfortable with their sexuality, but aim to please nonetheless. The sun in Virgo is very body aware in general. If this awareness combines with a lack of self-confidence, Luna Virgos can be too aware of the parts that make up the whole. This can lead to a tendency to be intensely self-critical. Once Lunar Vir- Virgos, learn to, <laughs> Virgos <laughs> learn to come out of their shell and gain confidence, however, they are earthy partners with a lot of love to give. I'm working on that. I can see that. I mean, yeah. this is like, you, you have to be self-aware of what you're doing, but like, 
I can I can see that like um, it takes you a little bit to like you know get your self confidence and feel like secure in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll just read a few little things that pops up. It says, um, you're interested in other people's problems, which I am. I love to hear other people's problems. She does. Uh, you're always thinking, rehashing, analyzing, um, and that you find that it, your work is your key to happiness, that you're, like, detail-oriented, observant, you share your ideas and memories, you're immensely interesting. Writing can be a powerful tool for um, self-understanding, which I like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're generally busy, quite happy with your life. You scurry around, keep busy, manage your life quietly and expertly. Yeah. You think that sounds like you? Yeah. More I think this your, is very accurate to me. More than your, what were you before? Were you know. in Libra? Moon in Libra? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. sounds more like you? This is way, way, way more accurate to me. All right. Well, uh, my moon is in Gemini. Gemini. Uh, I am pleasant, ah. witty, no. and charming. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, people with Moon and Gemini are always interesting people. They have a finger in every pie. I don't know why that sounds so dirty. Oh my God. American <laughs> pie, that's what comes to mind. <laughs> are curious to a fault and are usually well-informed. Okay, now listen to this. Nervousness and worry are common traits with these lunar positions. You have both of those in I'm, spades. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely get really nervous and worry about like the dumbest things sometimes. Well, I mean, I, just in general, I, I worry. So... Yeah, I always thought that that was, like, my Capricorn thing, but maybe it's the moon in Gemini. It's your Gemini. An underlining restlessness is characteristic, and you seem to need more stimulation than others. Yeah. Yeah, I was just telling Elisa, like, I spent the entire day in bed today, and I just, like, I feel like a bag of crap. (laughs) Like, I don't feel good. I think I would have felt way better and way more energetic if I went and, like, talk to people and did stuff today but I just sat like a potato and I just I feel like a potato (laughs) um you like to read a lot talk a lot and think a lot um I do read a lot but I'm not like a book reader like I would never like I do read once in a while but I'm not someone who just picks up a book and you know but like anytime I find something interesting I need to go on on google and read about it like why it's like that um have you noticed that yes I do that a lot wow I had no idea Every time, yeah. Every time me and Meg did th- like are having a talk about something, she's like, "I need to Google it." Yeah, like I need to read and see what else, what other people say about it. Uh, talk a lot, uh, talk a lot. To a point, I like, I do like talking, but I also really like listening to other people. Uh, and they think a lot. I do think a lot. I definitely, I'm always thinking. My head's always going. But I'm more of like a daydreamer. So when I like when I'm thinking, it's or like I'm usually daydreaming. Uh, at home with family, you can be moody and irritable at times. So I'm, I don't necessarily think of myself as moody. I am very irritable sometimes. Like, it, you can tell when I'm just, like, annoyed when someone's asking me for help and I'm trying to be so nice and, like, I, I just, just, I'm annoyed. Leave me alone. <laughs> she has a face that she makes. Yeah. Your home may be a perpetual work in progress. You generally dislike housework and prefer to so- socialize and keep your mind busy. Very true. Yeah. You may be more adept at handling the intellectual needs of others than the emotional ones, although you're com- com- competent all around. Complicated emotions in general could be difficult for lunar Geminis to handle, be primi- primarily because it takes some time for them to get out of their own heads. I think that's true. I get, I sometimes when, it, when things are highly emotional, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. 
I am very in tune with like other people's emotions and I can feel people's pains and I and pain and I think I'm really able to see where people are coming from but when there's like a lot of heavy emotions I break down myself I don't know what to do um, this doesn't mean that people with moon and Gemini are less emotional it merely means that they are more comfortable in the world of the mind than the emotion very, I think that's true I think so yeah uh, in your family, you may take on the job of organizing get-togethers. So I never thought this was true, but I do think it's true, especially the last few weeks here. I feel like I have been the one who organized like a lot of like either dinners or we went out for dinner yesterday and I, I organized that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, our boss is leaving and I'm like organizing, getting everything together. I feel like I definitely am the one who brings it together. I agree. Okay, they are clever and witty and more often than not can be chatting with every uh, chatting with others. They are sociable and friendly and they feel comfortable in crowds. Uh, some pay too much attention to what everyone else is doing and consequently lose touch with what they genuinely, genuinely want to do. I agree. I, I agree with that too. Yeah. Why do you agree with that? Because um, you're so focused on like what other people are doing like with their careers and whatnot and yeah. not focused enough on like what, what doing. you're doing yeah that's why like you'll be like talking about like what somebody else is doing and i'm like yeah but you have this 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 and this yeah and then i'm like hey like did you do this for this yet like have you been working on this for this company like yeah you got stuff going on too you just have to like be reminded yeah right i guess so yeah that's true i do think i'm like that too um with your Gemini moon, your openness to new ideas is admirable, although decisiveness and persistence take some blow as a result. <laughs> Still, versatility wow. and adaptability are some of the stronger traits of the position of the moon. When irritable, you can become snappy. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, usually difficult Oops. behavior stems from inner restlessness. As a lunar Gemini, you want to do it all and you can have trouble sticking to any one project. In fact, you often have many projects going on at once. And this is satisfying. Very true. I have like five part-time jobs. Yeah. And I, I love it. And like I... Even when I this new opportunity came about, they asked me, they're like, are you sure you can take on more? I'm like, yes, give me, give me, give me. Lots. Like, I'm so excited. But I, I, I'm not the kind of person who can work one job. Like, I would much rather have three part-time jobs than one full-time job. Yeah. I'm kind of the same. I've learned that more about myself as I've gotten older. Like, I like to keep busy. So I, th I think I'm the same way. Yeah. Uh... I like money and you like money, so... Okay. In reality, you may be more comfortable talking about your feelings, but feeling your own feelings doesn't come easily. That's true. I even say this to a lot of people where I'm just like, I, when I feel emotional pain or I feel like when, I, when other people are struggling, I could feel it. I could feel them struggling, but I never let myself have my own struggles or have my own feelings because I'm like no I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine like I never actually sit down to think about like oh you know what that person what that person just did actually hurt me or this event hurt me I'm just like no no, no it's fine it's fine it's fine but other people like I'm fine with them having their feelings and understanding where they're coming from but I don't allow myself to feel that or I just like I don't I don't care or it just like doesn't phase me I don't know yeah. If you don't take time out to really emote and understand your own needs, you could end up baffling others. Feelings, feeling misunderstood is common, common for moon and Gemini natives until they get better in touch with their own emotions. Yes. Yes. So does that sound 
like me? Yeah. Oh, last thing. You you remain youthful and fun throughout life. So, oh, thank God you're still going to be fun when you're old. <laughs> I uh, I keep, this is like something that I've been like self-reflecting on and like thinking about it. I feel like Peter Pan. Like I feel like I'm still a child and I feel like I'm still immature and I don't want to grow up and I'm okay with that. That's my favorite Disney movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that because I keep thinking and even like when I was talking to a few people at work this this past week, um, yeah, they were talking about stuff like that and I'm like, oh, I want to stay young forever. I want to have fun forever. I want to crack jokes forever. I'm 27 years old and I still don't take life seriously and I hope that stays. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to grow up. Like, yeah, ob- like obviously I'm moving up in the world and I have like my responsibilities and stuff, but like my... The way I handle life, I think, is still very youthful. And I want to stay that way. Nothing wrong with being youthful. I don't think so. No. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know how I just found this. Venus and Sagittarius people, my Venus is in Sagittarius, are not always especially attached to their personal possessions. Well, there you go. (laughs) We have the answer, people. Okay. So now we're jumping into Venus. Um, so your Venus kind of governs your, um, relationships. So how you attract things, situations, and people into your life. It rules our sentiments, what we value, and the pleasures we take in life. So Lisa, what is your Venus in? In Taurus. Okay. I don't know anything about Taurus. Share some, please. Uh, love centers on the physical world and creature comforts. You reveal in sensual surroundings. You're likely to project yourself as solid and comfortable. In fact, something about your manner promises you'll be a satisfying lover and partner. I would be. (laughs) You need a certain measure of predictability and dependability in your relationships, even if your sun isn't Taurus and instead in more spontaneous signs of Aries or Gemini. I'm neither of those, but I do need predictability you do mm-hmm. yeah yeah i need to know how things are gonna work out don't i drive you insane yes <laughs> okay in more ways than one <laughs> you can be possessive in love and you're threatened by fast-paced high energy situations in the context of relationships and love absolutely <laughs> absolutely i tell every single guy that i'm getting like after like two dates i'm like just so you know i'm an iceberg I'm slow. I let slow and steady. Fast pace fizzles out. <laughs> slow pace, love forever. <laughs> uh, you're a sensual partner who requires a lot of hands-on expression of love. I don't think I'm a very handsy person. But it depends on the situation. I could be handsy. <laughs> I think I know what situation you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> your lovers may complain that you can get a little too comfortable and settled. It's true that you resist change in your relationships, but even when you seem stuck in a groove, you're consistent. A rare trait. Yes, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with being consistent if it's a good consistent. Oh, you're really good at bed all the time. <laughs> great. Like, that's I great. like how you just get to pick and choose what you're consistent <laughs> in. <laughs> That's what I thought of. I don't know. You're really great at picking great movies all the time. Great. (laughs) You pick great dates every weekend. I know. (laughs) Pleasing you involves emphasizing loyalty and worth. Others may need to give in to you more often than not in love matters since you can be quite stubborn. You like it when a partner is physical with you and does comfortable things. You don't want to be pushed in love. You need a lot of time. That's so accurate. Me, I don't like to be pushed. Uh, Your partners may need to cultivate patience. You appreciate a partner who is simple and natural and you spend, or you respond most to those who promise you a comfortable, cozy time. 
I like to be cozy. <laughs> um, I am dependable. My ideal date consists of good food, fine wine, and cuddling up with each other at home. Yes, but I hate the word cuddling. But everything else sounds great. Let's get good food. Let's get something good to drink, and let's just hang out at home and watch a movie. That does sound like you. Yeah, yeah, that really sounds like you. Yeah. Where I'm just like, hey, put on some clean socks. We're going to trampoline park. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do enjoy going to the trampoline park, but like, there's nothing better than just like hanging out and just like having like a really good night. I do like to do like fun stuff too, but like, hanging out at home could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like eating good food and drinking good wine and watching a movie. And getting naked? Um, I mean, depends who I'm with, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're a very physical lover with a great appreciation for scents, sounds, feels, and pleasing form. You can be very patient in love. Your charm is natural and earthy. You believe that actions speak louder than words and are not easily as charmed by sweet talkers as most people. You can be unflagging in love, but you don't quickly get over betrayal. That's really that's true. That's very true. I feel like, yeah, that's yeah. true. Any of the guys who are, like, way too over the top, I find, I'm not attracted to that. I'm more I, the, um, like... I like that. Yeah, I'm more the behind-the-scenes guy that I'm, like, yeah. that guy seems like he'll make a great dad Aww. for my kids and Aww, me. that's so sweet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> you could be possessive in love and with possessions and things, too. You are attracted to productive... Products of high quality and durability. You're generally good with your money, spending lavish only on objects and beauty, long-lasting objects and food. I love to buy food. Mm -hmm. Venus and Taurus is not usually especially generous. People are not usually especially generous people and are typically quite practical and patient when it comes to saving and spending money. Harmony mm -hmm. and peace are essential characteristics of the art and music and draws you in. You dislike gaudy, cheap, tacky, excessively loud, bold art, clothing, and possessions. Okay, so, yes to the last part, but I don't think you're that practical with your money. I'm not practical with my <laughs> money. No. No, 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 no. I'm getting better. Yeah. But I'm not amazing. No. You know? But yeah, but you are the kind of person you're, where you do stop to think about it before buying it. You're like, do I really need it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it also depends on the, on what it is, too. But a lot yeah. of the time I'm like, oh, do I? If, especially if it's an expensive thing. I'm like, yeah. oh, do I, do need, I need it? it? Yeah. I don't really need it. That's me. So, does it sound like you? Yeah. All right. I think yes. reading this stuff, I kind of understand why my last relationship didn't work. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Sagittarius, Venus, you want to learn new things and experience everything together. You're an idealistic lover and partner, and you need your loved ones to appreciate your beliefs, visions, ideas, and pretty or pretty much game over. Yes. Very true. My rat last relationship, I really felt like everything that I believed in or my visions or I liked were just like put down and it just like, oh, I, I did not like it. Um, you can be a confusing mix of lightheartedness and seriousness. I yeah. think that's true because there's so many people who are, who are like, um, get confused by that too. I would agree with that. Yeah. There are moments where you're like really serious about things. Yeah. And then you turn around and you're like, what's that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, whoa. Okay. 360 Monica there. Damn. <laughs> You're a roamer and a seeker and you don't usually commit in your relationships as easily as others do. This is not because of a deficient... Deficient? Def Deficiency? No, deficient. Deficit. <laughs> <laughs> Which you apparently have when it comes to reading. Oh, my God. This is not because of a deficit. <laughs> 
But due to your strong beliefs that freedom is vital and you don't trust something that feels conformist, forced, or unnatural. Yeah, I think so. I don't, yeah, I don't commit to relationships all that easy. It takes me a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, You'd prefer that your feelings grow spontaneously and uh, organically and that your partner's feelings for you develop similarly. Uh, You're likely to turn people on with your big smile, laughs, your jokes, grand schemes, your dreams, and your friendly flirtatious behavior. That literally describes you to a T. Those, like, eight words. (laughs) Damn. I'm always smiling. If I'm not smiling, I'm thinking. (laughs) <laughs> but I feel like I'm always smiling. I love to laugh. Like, I, I'm constantly laughing. Jokes, I put my foot in my mouth, but I at least try my jokes. I have insane grand, grand schemes. Like, I have schemes of everything. <laughs> uh, I have very big dreams. I'm a, I'm a, just a daydreamer in general. And I am very flirtatious where it gets me in trouble. Yeah. I'm just being nice. Don't people like flirting? Not everybody. Uh, you pride yourself on your open mind, but do watch for coming across as judgmental since your opinions are strong. Yes, I've been told this before, too. I don't mean to come off as judgmental, but I am very opinionated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, turnoffs and others for you are dullness, emotional overkill, and inhibitions. Yeah. What is inhibitions definition? Makes you like... Inhibitions. What's, like, the definition of it? Like, I know, like, I know what it means, but, like, what... Yeah, Google. Okay. A feeling that makes one self-conscious and unable to act in a relaxed and natural way. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, You're restless at times and you won't put up with your partners who dwell on only one or two things or uphold rigid routines. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, When the going gets tough in your relationship, you can have an overwhelming desire to run away oh yes yeah and i even said that uh a few minutes ago where i'm just like if i want to pack my stuff and go i want to have the ability to do that i do this a lot anytime i had issues in my relationship i would run whether it was to drive to a different city city, whether it was to get on a plane and go to the bahamas or something like anytime i had a massive trip planned or something is i was running away from something I just like going on vacation. I love going on vacation, too, but, like, my instinct is to run. I don't know why. Usually this only means getting out and experience something new before you come back and deal, but sometimes it could be for good. You are attracted to people who are in love with life. A person doesn't need to be refined, polished, or graceful to win your favor. Very true. I don't, yeah, I don't give a shit of how much you have attained in life and where you are financially. I don't care about that at all. Pleasing you involves allowing you plenty of space in your in the relationship to grow. A partner should avoid getting stuck in a rut and should understand your need to move on. You don't like to dwell on things you can't change. Learning to laugh things off is essential, but the right person for you should take your rants and rave seriously. Avoid criticizing your beliefs, join you in debates, and philosophize, ph- philosophize <laughs> along with you. Ph- philosophize. They should be ready and willing to join you in your adventures, however big or small. They'll also learn to look past your occasional clumsiness with them and their feelings, and they should absolutely avoid cornering you or forcing you to commit. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, romantic adventures as well as a straightforward, even blunt approach to love are themes with Venus and Sagittarius. Truth and higher meaning are uh, revered. Revered. Revered with Sagittarius. There could be some inconsistency and possible, possibly a tendency to escape or flee when love is too complex or needy. Yeah, I get like that. I definitely run. I'm, I'm You're usually sincere, upright, and straightforward about what you want. You enjoy getting to know a lover on a philosophical level, <laughs> exchanging ideas, experiencing interests, interesting things together. Um, yeah, like I said before, Venus and Sagittarius people are not always especially attached to personal possessions. <laughs> they are not known to be especially frugal, although some of them equate money with freedom and will gladly put money aside for travel. Very yes. true. There have been times where I would literally eat ramen noodles or mac and cheese every single day just to make sure I had money to go somewhere. Yeah. Like, travel is my number. That is my number one spending expense. That is what I spend all my money on for the most part. I'm not someone who spends a lot of money on food or clothing that, that much, except for my last pair of pants. <laughs> um, spontaneity is at the heart of what you love, so t too much planning when it comes to your pleasures and pastimes can bore you. Are you yawning or agreeing? Yawning. Oh. Sorry. Things that are too time-consuming or intricate may not appeal. You have little patience for people playing hard to get or beating around the bush. Yeah, you very need true. a very direct person. Yeah, it pisses me off when I'm just like, what are you fucking saying? Just tell me what you want. <laughs> I'm not going to get mad. Just tell me. I'm getting more mad trying to figure out what you're trying to say. The same goes for too much seriousness or romancing. You usually prefer to jump in and then talk about it after fact if need be. Yeah, I do that a lot. I jump into things and then later I'm like, ah, shoot. <laughs> That was an oopsie. And it was an oopsie. You're wonderfully enthusiastic, happy, and expressive. You are just honest, straightforward, and brave. Companionship and friendship are important to you more than other relationship trappings. You'd rather a partner enjoy themselves and life than feel tied down. In turn, you expect a partner to want the best for you, and you need a person who encourages you in your dreams. This is not the most sentimental of Venus placements. <laughs> I can be sentimental. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, once again, it says you are not attached to material things as others, and you may not be particularly frugal, having a basic faith that the universe will provide you with oh what you need. God. Oh my gosh, did I not say that in the last podcast too, where I'm like, this might sound very naive, because I know this isn't true. There's a lot of people who have such a hard time in life and helping their family, but I feel like when you need money, money will come. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I even, like, well, I was telling Migda, like, a, two weeks ago, I was like, oh, man, like, I wish I had one more shift at work. And then, boom. You got one more shift I at work? I got one more shift at work. Yeah. It just, the universe provides. I don't know. I have that feeling. What you need to get, you will get. And if you did not get it, there's a reason for why you did not get it. Migda wanted to switch things up. Boom. The world provided. I said that this year I wanted to have more, like, friend, like, family friendships. What did you get? We have family dinner every week now. Yeah. The universe provides. 
So I have to say for me, I think this one is way more accurate than the tropical Western astrology. I also agree that it is way more accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So now, like, anytime someone asks me what my sun sign is, I always say Sagittarius. I never say Capricorn anymore because I don't, I don't feel like a Capricorn. I don't think I relate to a Capricorn. I don't, I don't know. I don't know her. She don't know know me. me. Yeah. She know nothing. Straight Sag, you know? Saggy Vag. She's a Sag. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our side reel natal charts. I would love, or we would love to hear what you guys um, find more accurate, whether it's your side reel or your Western. And like I said earlier um, in the last podcast, we use the same site this time. The site is called cafeastrology.com slash chart. This site I've been using for over 10 years now. I feel like they're very accurate. I like them. They're easy. You do need to know your birth city and your birth time. If you happen not to know your birth time, that's okay. You will just not get your ascending sign, so your rising sign. But you could still get the rest of your natal chart. Also, hashtag not sponsored. No, not sponsored. I just really like the site. But um, as always, you guys know where to find us. We're on Instagram at foods.dudes.moods. We have podcasts going live every Tuesday if you want to tune in and listen to those. And if you have any questions or anything, you can DM, DM us on our Instagram page or email us. Our email is also found on our Instagram page. And we'll catch you guys at the next episode. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Goodbye. Hope everyone has an amazing week. Goodbye. Adios.